the simultaneous sound, keeping a heavenly focus while earthbound. Hello, my name is Simultaneous Lucero, and welcome. Thank you for clicking on my podcast. Thank you for taking the time out to listen. Thanks, I appreciate you. And I hope that today's podcast speaks to you, adds to life in some way. Um, the topic today is don't look back. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will give me the words to speak. You'll give me boldness to say what you want me to say. And you'll guide me and I pray that you will speak to all of us today and help us to obey you and to know your voice and to um discern what is your voice and what is not and give us peace and help us to have a nice day (laughs) yeah and help us to be grateful humble us and thank you for everything that you've given us in jesus name i pray amen so don't look back so I bucked upon this topic when I was reading Genesis 19. And by the way, for future reference, I think it would be a cool idea if anytime, if you're listening to this podcast in the future reference, you could just bring your Bible, open up your Bible. So it kind of be like a Bible study kind of thing, you know? And so when I say a verse, you can, you know, look at it and stuff. So yeah, when you're listening, grab your Bible. That'd be good. But yes. So I was reading Genesis 19. I kind of got bored reading Isaiah. So I thought, you know, let me let me read another exciting story. So Genesis 19 is about Sodom and Gomorrah. And if you've never heard that story, read Genesis 19. And if you have read that story, read Genesis 19. Different things stick out to you every single time read a story or even a verse in the bible so this was a wicked city right and just to sum up the part that i'm referencing there were a wicked city abraham was like god please don't destroy this place um if i find but god was like yo these people are very wicked and abraham said god if i find 50 people will you spare it And he says yes. 45. And he says yes. And he goes all the way down until he says, Okay, if I find 10 righteous people, will you spare Sodom and Gomorrah? And God says, I'll do it. I'll spare Sodom and Gomorrah if you find 10 righteous people. Lo and behold, these 10 righteous people were nowhere to be found. So, the city is going to be destroyed. But Lot, Abraham's cousin, was living in Sodom and Gomorrah. So God was gracious enough to, to send angels to say, Hey, Lot, take your family and leave. And so that's what they did. Went to Lot. Lot said, Ah, gracias, wife, kids. Kids' husbands, come, this place is going to get burnt down. And 
his wife and his kids said aight. But his kids' husbands thought he was joking. So they stayed. So they are running away. And fire is falling down from the sky. It seems a little sci-fi, don't you think? It seems just a little like a movie. And, and, and fire is falling down from the sky and the place is being burnt up. Right? And they're running away. Lot and his family. And then, looky here. Let's read from verse 25. So this is talking about um, when the place is being destroyed. Thus he overthrew those cities and the entire plain, destroying all those living in the city and also the vegetation in the land. Now verse 26. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. So, you know, growing up, I hear this story and it always seemed a little harsh. All Lot's wife did was turn back. I mean, some places burning down. Wouldn't you want to look back and say, you know, I wonder how this looks. That was my thought process as a child, you know. Something exciting happening, you're going to look back. But in here, verse 26, she's turned into a pillar of salt for looking back. And I think to myself, why why a pillar of salt? That's so that's so out there. But that's not the point. <laughs> the point is this. God knew where Lot's wife's heart was. To the outside, to the quick glance, you just think, you know, man, that's harsh. She looked back for a second and he turned her into a pillar of salt. But the action of looking back wasn't something surface. God knew that. God knows our hearts. So when she's looking back, I can't say what was in her heart. But I can make an approximation. You know, we, we can only make assumptions to why was she looking back. This is the place she lived. This is the place... Where she was comfortable. And now she's running away. What did that looking back mean? So that's kind of what I want to look at. Right now. You know. How does that relate to our lives today? What are we supposed. What is God saving us from? What are we supposed to be running away from? What is burning down behind us? And we're looking back. So as I was reading it, I thought to myself, God is gracious enough to give us a chance to flee from this thing. To get away from the thing that would be destroying us because God didn't leave them there. He warned them. He said, this place is going to burn up. It's going to be destroyed. Run away. So he not only gives them the chance to run away. Um, but he even provides a, a place to run to. If you read the rest of it, you'll find that they were running to um, some place in the hills. And then we're going to look back. This thing that would destroy us, 
we're gonna look back and 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 in her in her mind she must have realized all right yeah okay this is bad i'm running away but can't i just look back but but why looking back lot's wife but i think to myself really she was running away from Sodom and Gomorrah because she knew it was bad for her. She knew she would have died there, but really and truly her heart was with the city. This wicked and evil city, there's kind of a longing to go back and, and kind of like, oh man, that's at least my interpretation. And what I thought of it was like, when, when we leave sin, don't look back because by looking back you're kind of allowing it a place in your heart again to say you know let me let me just see you know you don't want to fully go back to Sodom and Gomorrah you just want to have a little remembrance time and I don't know what it means for you to not look back but i know for sure that if you are conscious right at this moment and if you are alive on this earth then there's probably something that you have had to walk away from run away from sprint away from or just leave and sometimes there's like the the temptation to be like, you know, you don't want to go back, but just just look back. But when God says run away, when God says leave, when God says stop, he doesn't just say stop. He says don't look back. You know, so I don't know. Maybe it's a particular sin. Maybe it's a friendship. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a place. Maybe it's a circumstance. I don't know. You know, I don't. But my encouragement to you today is, yes, there's the desire sometimes to just say, oh, you know, that used to be the place I used to go all the time. That, yeah, that was, that was nice. And nothing's wrong with memories. I don't think the problem here was that she was remembering, oh, we had some good family dinners in Sodom and Gomorrah. I really don't think so. I think that her heart wanted to go back. So, I mean, have your memories, you know, admire your time for what it was. But at the end, where is your heart? Is it looking back? Is it back there in the place where you know you would have been destroyed? In the place that you know, you know, God was not telling you to stay there. God has something better. And that's, that's easy to say when you see the better thing. But when you're running away from something, she's running away from all her 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 life her her son-in-laws are there in Sodom and Gomorrah her house was there and she's running the natural inclination is to look back but I tell you once and again don't look back
back, my friend. Don't look back. God knows what he's doing. He knows what he's saving you from. He might not be saving you from anything, but he knows what that there's something better. Maybe he's just saving you from mediocrity. I don't know. I'm not God. But all I know is also, you can't just be running away. You have to run to something. You can't just not look back. You have to look somewhere else. So, run to Jesus, look to God. A very abstract concept. What the heck does that actually mean in everyday life? You know, bring it to Jesus. How do you bring something to Jesus? Well, I find that sometimes it's just saying, yo, help me. Because I can't stop looking back. It coming like I'm an owl. Because every single day, I'm just turning my head around. Looking to the back. And God knew what he was doing. When he made our necks. Because it can go forward and it can go side to side. It cannot go to the back. And he did that for a reason. Because he probably knew that if our heads could turn all the way around. We'd be looking back the whole entire lifespan we were here on earth. So. Say. Say you know. God I can't stop looking back. Help me. Help me to look to you. You know, and when things come up in your mind or opportunities come for you to look back, read the scripture. Read the scripture and I say it over your life. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on the past. You know, those types of things. Remind yourself that the reason that you you don't need to look back is because you're looking to something greater. So, yo, I'm excited for you. Whoever you are listening to this, I'm, I, I feel pumped for you right now because I know that something, something good, something good is coming. And not good in the frivolous sense, but the thing with, with God's type of good, it's, it's never, it doesn't fade, you know? So I'm excited. Anyway, and one last thing. I like to say is the whole reason Lot went to live in Sodom and Gomorrah in the first place is because the place looked lush. Is because he saw with his eyes that this place looked good. And that's why he chose it. So that's another thing, you know. Not everything that glitters is gold, you know. Whoop to do? Who knew Sodom and Gomorrah would end up like this? It looked good on the outside. So that's just a, that's just a note briefly, you know. Man looks on the outside, God looks on the heart. But yeah, that's that's it. That's the main thing. Don't look back. Merry Christmas, Eve. And, you know, if you're saying, you know, 2019 is going to be great, I'm happy for you. But start from today with the, don't just try to not look back. But ask God to help you. 
him him know what him do when he gave us the Holy Spirit. When he knew what he was doing when he sent Jesus because he knew we could not do it on our own. A natural inclination always lead us astray. So don't expect that yeah man willpower. Nah. Jesus will help you. That's what I'll say. So I'll pray for you. And then let's end. Yeah. Lord Jesus, I pray that you will help us to look to you and not look back. And I pray that we will understand that your will is far, far greater than any temporary thing that we see to be good right now. So I pray that we will not trust in our own plans and our own calculations and schemes, but that when it doesn't make sense to do what you told us to do, and it doesn't make sense to obey your word, that we'll do it anyways. Trusting that you're smart and you know what you're doing and you love us. So I pray for all these those people out there who are sad, who are really not having a good Christmas season. And I pray that you bring them encouragement, bring them some friends to cheer them up. Um, and I pray that overall we will not forget you in everything we do. We will remember that you are the reason, not only for the season, but you're the reason for life itself. And yeah, thank you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Yeah, man. So, that's all I got to say. Little more.